So this is the backstory of joy. It's our third week of Advent, which I absolutely love. Lighting the candle, darkness to light, and joy. This is the thing about joy. Uh, there's some confusion, I think, about happiness and joy. I actually just read an article recently that said there's no difference between happiness and joy. Uh, and then what I've heard is that happiness is based on circumstances and joy is sort of a deeper emotion and expression. And I get that. Here's the thing, when you've gone through depression like I have, when you have friends and family who have struggled with mental health, with horrific things that have happened to them, there's not a lot of joy. And conversations don't, you know, aren't about joy. They're more about sadness, despair, depression, that kind of thing. And so the world needs joy. Uh, I need more joy, my friends need more joy, and it's because I think that we've allowed, and I've allowed myself to be, my, my emotions and my feelings have been determined by my circumstances. Uh, I'm so, you know, swayed by how I'm feeling, what happens to me, what somebody says about me, um, circumstances that are out of my control that uh, get me anxious and, and stressed out. And yet there's this thing in the scriptures and in the Bible that says about this deep reservoir of joy that comes from, listen to this, suffering, uh, comes from being in relationship with Jesus because there's this joy that he gives that no matter what the circumstances are, God is with you and you can be joyful. You know, I've seen this when I was younger. Uh, my dad used to work with an organization called Open Doors and they used to. Uh, bring Bibles, smuggle Bibles into persecuted countries in the day, communist countries. And the people I would meet, my dad would meet, were persecuted because they were Christians, because they were caught with Bibles, beaten and hurt, sometimes their family members killed, and yet they would look at us with big smiles and say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And as a young girl, I never knew what that meant. I was like, what do you mean? Your husband has been killed. You are starving. You've been imprisoned. Life it looks pretty bleak. And they said, yeah, those are just circumstances. But the joy of the Lord, this deep understanding that God is with me, that there is hope, that one day I'll see my family members again. One day I'll be with Jesus and life will be better. It gives me hope, which gives me joy. And I didn't understand it, but as I get older, I do. I understand that the way that I've gotten through life, through darkest, darkest, dark night of the soul moments has because I have clinged to this joy, this deep, resonating, gut, bowel, deep, <laughs> yeah, joy that gives me hope. And when I say joy, it's not like laughter all the time and things are great. It's this hope and understanding of whose I am, who I belong to, that God is with me, he will never leave me or forsake me, that I am his, and that I belong to some, something, somebody greater than, than myself, and that um, I am good. And that brings me a lot of joy, there's some security in that. Anyway, all that to say, I love this show. It is in Abbotsford, BC. It's the first of uh, the two shows we did um, in Abbotsford at Brian Dirksen, award-winning singer and songwriter's uh, chalet in front of a live audience of all of these people from the British Columbia area, which was fantastic. And it was a really wonderful, amazing time. So I hope you enjoy this show all about joy, that God coming and entering 
humanity, the birth of Jesus, is a joyful story, joy to the world. Well, it's the third week of our Advent season here at See, Here Love, as we celebrate hope, peace, joy, and love, as we anticipate the birth of Jesus, the one who brings hope, is the Prince of Peace, brings joy to the world, and personifies all that is love. So join us now as we journey in our Advent season, bringing and celebrating joy to the world. The Lord has come. That's coming up next on See, Here Love. Here, love. I'm your host, Melinda Estabrooks, and we are in beautiful Abbotsford, BC, in a chalet in front of a live audience. Woo! So, so exciting. I love this. And we are continuing our Advent journey as we celebrate and wait expectantly for the birth of Jesus. The first week of Advent, we talked about hope and we explained what the wreath means and the lighting of the candles as we go from light to darkness. In the second week, we talked about peace and conflict in the world and how the Prince of Peace brings peace and life to the world. And now our third week, we're talking about joy, joy to the world. The Lord is coming. He is coming. And I'm excited that I have these wonderful all-male panel with me to talk about joy. Do you guys look joyful? Yeah? Yeah? Okay. A little bit more joy, guys. A little bit more joy. <laughs> Well, I'm excited, so excited that you're all here with me and it's, it's nice to meet new friends and new mm. people doing great things. So let's do a quick introduction. I've got Nathan Utangi. You are a former stage actor and now you're a pastor in Vancouver, really focusing on people that are really isolated in community and marginalized. Mm -hmm. And I think you'll have a lot to say about joining those spaces. So welcome. Thank you. Yes, and then Brian, Brian Dirksen, an award-winning singer and songwriter. You have six kids, mm -hmm. six kids, <laughs> two with special needs, and the most important, married to Joyce for 35 years. Congratulations. I think that's worth a clap. 35 years? Yes, congratulations. We have Jason Roberts, you're the executive director at Wagner Hills, which is a faith-based addiction treatment center, going strong for 38 years helping people. Yeah, Welcome. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so much for coming. And then we have Boz Poon. <laughs> Went to prison for 10 years. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you're a pastor, author, and you travel to Hong Kong to reach out to you through your teaching. Mm. We're really excited to have you all here. So thank you. And again, I know you'll have a lot to share about joy, joy to the world. Now, to get us all warmed up about Christmas before we kind of dive into joy, I'm just going to throw out some really fun Christmas questions for you so we get to know a little bit more about who you are. So Nathan, okay. your favorite Christmas movie. Uh, has to hands down be White Christmas. Oh, yeah. why? It is a tradition that my sister and I would watch almost every year. Christmas Eve, after church service, we would go home and watch White Christmas. And so mm. even though we're separated, she lives in Ontario, I'm living here in British Columbia, we still watch it every Christmas Eve. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's great. Okay, Brian. Other than the baby Jesus, who is your favorite person or animal in the nativity scene? <laughs> oh. Boy, you gave me the zinger. Yeah, I did, actually. Uh, I loved it for Brian. I, 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 well, let's say the shepherds. Okay. Hmm. 
And because of the, let's say, the David connection, the Lord is my shepherd, so you think, and they were people that were kind of marginalized. And hey, they got the first Christmas concert. Yeah, right? Oh, yes, <laughs> right? they because did. Right, because it was the they shepherds did. out, and the angels came and put on the whole, you know, the yeah. thing for them. That makes shepherds. sense for you as a, yeah. I got it, I got it, that's good. <laughs> yeah. So the shepherds, okay. Yeah. All right, Jason, your favorite Christmas food to make, bake, or eat? Eat. Okay. <laughs> Eat. I like your question. Right? Okay. okay. Um, turkey, obvious. Okay. And eggnog and. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you don't dip them. No, no, I was no. gonna say that's not the mix. No, right? it's not to get. Okay. But that's it. So turkey, turkey and, and eggnog, eggnog are your favorite yeah. Christmas yeah. things to eat that would and be drink. It. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. And Boz, your favorite Christmas song. Hmm. Interesting. You saw Brian's newest song. Oh. <laughs> Ma magical lights. Uh, Did you guys? Be. Okay. Go uh, ahead. Right. Yeah. Totally. Oh, uh, uh, holy night. Oh, I just love because I just rolled up um, hearing it from all the church services. Yeah. Wherever I go, you can hear it. It's oh, a classic. Beautiful. Uh, that song. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be a fun show. Okay. Well, let's transition now into news and views because I think um, as we look at joy as our third week of Advent, and we're talking about you know God entering humanity and bringing joy to the world. Um, let's talk about this news and views from the Huffington Post, where it talks about the seven qualities of chronically unhappy people. Mm. Number one, unhappy people default, their default belief is that life is hard and they're stuck as a victim. Mm. Number one. Number two, unhappy people uh, believe that most people can't be trusted, which then is a lack of community. Number three, unhappy people concentrate on what's wrong in this world versus what's right. Number four, unhappy people compare themselves to others and harbor jealousy. And number five, unhappy people strive to control their lives. And number six, uh, they consider a future with worry and fear. And then finally, number seven, unhappy people fill conversations with gossip and complaints. What do you think about that? So that's what they found as far as these are the qualities of unhappy people. Any initial thoughts or one that kind of sticks out? Nathan. Uh, for me, I think it's that number two, the hard to trust and that difficulty with community. I think even for myself, there's pieces where community just becomes such a beautiful aspect of life. Mm -hmm. And in my own life, I think I've found moments where trust has always been hard and to always open myself up or be vulnerable a little bit more just to embrace others and have others yeah. embrace me is really important. That's good. Because they actually said happy people, uh, their top priority is community mm -hmm. and relationships. All right. Your thoughts? Which one kind of stuck out to you? Um, I think the victim one, the very first the one. first one, yeah. yeah. The, uh, their default belief is that life is hard and they stay stuck a victim. Yeah. Yeah. So I work with a lot of people in addiction and, mm -hmm. and myself. Uh, there's, there's some of that in my past, so that was a big one for me, working through my stuff mm -hmm. um, to break out of that victim mentality. That was huge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. Well, it's yours. I would say the, the worry and concern. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can, number six is consider future with worry and fear yeah, all the absolutely. time. Absolutely. Yeah. The people that talk to you on a regular basis as a pastor at church, it's about that. Mm -hmm. Like always being crowded with worry and fears yeah. and make them not be able to feel happy. Yeah. It's a big one. Yeah, that is. Mm -hmm. All right, good. And Brian? Probably 
comparison. You know, as a creative person, you're, you're creating yeah. things and then there's all this other stuff. But I just think our, our culture is saturated with fear of missing out, fear always comparing ourselves with other people. So I think that's a big one. That's good. I would say for mine is number five, strive to control their lives. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> My husband would be like, hmm. Yes, a <laughs> little bit of a control freak and you always want to like, and I think that's the thing where they said happy people go, you know what, life happens and mm. things will happen and you can't control external circumstances and so you've got to, you know, be in a posture of if it happens, you know, we're going to remain positive and encouraged. So thank you. Those are good. And I would say that you are not chronically unhappy people. So I'm, I'm, I'm hope. Wait, I'm hoping so. Because <laughs> you are on the show about joy. <laughs> exactly. So thank you for your thoughts. Great, great discussion. And when we come back, we're going to be talking with this great panel more about joy and how joy impacts the world and how joy can be found in hard and dark spaces. That's coming up. Check out the See Here Love podcast and get the backstory. Get the inside scoop on real issues and real answers on common challenges we all face in relationships and in life. Find See Here Love on Apple Podcasts. Hi, I'm Melinda, host and executive producer of See Here Love. Well, today is our third Advent show where we're talking about joy, this unexplainable joy that you can even find in dark spaces and circumstances. That God entering into our human story is a joyful story for me and for you and for the entire world. Well, our world is connected more than ever before, and yet loneliness is at an all-time high. And far too many people are suffering from feeling isolated because it seems especially difficult for young women. And I think that's why my favorite part of the entire See Here Love program is the community it builds. Whether watching the show on television or reading our blogs or viewing our YouTube videos on our phones or listening to our podcast or connecting with us on social media, See Here Love brings us all together. It intentionally creates a place where you can be seen heard and loved. And that's what it's all about, right? The heart of it all, to be known and loved. Whether it's sadness or loneliness, fear, shame, whatever we're dealing with, love covers all of these. Christ's love covers all of these. And so that's why I'm inviting you to join our community. Our See Here Love community needs you. Your wisdom, your perspective, your voice. We need you. And we need you to become a monthly supporter, a community member, to help ensure that this See Here Love community continues. Your monthly gift of $20 combined with the generosity of others will create a foundation that See Here Love can thrive, flourish, and continue to build a safe and authentic community, a place where you can be seen, heard, and deeply loved by God. Please give today at seeherelove.com slash donate. Well, we're back with our panel discussion on joy and glad to have you all here, that you're still here and you haven't left. <laughs> all right, first question about joy as we celebrate our lighting of the third candle of joy. So the story of Christmas is God entering into humanity, this incarnational act of God becoming a human and coming into the world. How is this act joyful and, and joy-filled news to the world? It's God with us. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that feeling so much we wrestle with, there's something wrong with me or I'm alone or I'm different or whatever. And this, the message and story of Christmas is that God is with all of us. Yeah. And it's mm. us, not God with me. Yes, he is with me. Mm -hmm. But I think this Emmanuel, God with us, is the most hopeful mm. um, message that, that, that the world has ever known. 
So with us, and in my favorite verse of that, Isaiah 41.10, and will never, and has never left us or forsaken us. Mm. He never will, right? Mm. It's good for the whole world. Nathan? Yeah, I'd like to spin off of that. I think in this idea of incarnational act of Jesus coming down, there's this piece where humanity matters, mm. where you go back to Ezekiel's time and God is leaving, and the glory of God is leaving the temple. And after 400 years of silence, God is coming back and really addresses the fact that we as people, as the world, matter to him and is here. And that is just something that I think keeps speaking up about that mm. joyful peace. Yeah. That we matter to him. That's joyful news, that we matter, right? We're not forgotten or discarded, but we matter to God. Yeah, beautiful. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. I've been running around this year to speak to different crowd of people in different cities, and, and I've been talking about like, you know, different religions, right? And uh, except for Christianity, all religions, all their gods, is very far away. Except mm. for Christianity, that a God is willing to come very close to us, mm. but in fact, to be with us, mm -hmm. God with us. Mm -hmm. And I think this brings such a joy to the world, especially like I'm from Hong Kong, mm -hmm. and you guys know the current situation in Hong Kong. I just came back from Hong Kong like mm -hmm. two, three weeks ago. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, it's massive. But then there's this joyful news that I constantly wanted to give people that, hey, you know what? Joy is still here with us, even though in the midst of brokenness and darkness and all that kind of stuff. So, mm. it's Good beautiful. Good. So we've talked about the whole world, and now I want, because each of you have a story um, where there's been some dark times in, in your space and circumstance. I just want to talk individually about that, how you have found joy in those places. I mean, earlier we said, you know, you've been in prison and there's addiction and your story that you'll share that through a, a depression and the work that you do um, with marginalized and isolated people. We need joy in each of these spaces, right? Just recently over the past few weeks, I've been journeying with a guy who lost his house at the beginning of September. Um, it burned down mm. and he's been kind of living on the streets trying to ask friends for just a little bit of money to even stay in a hotel mm. or a motel. And he's been really struggling. About seven days before his place burnt down, he got baptized. Mm. And it was a pretty remarkable space where we got to witness a two-year transformation where he got to experience God and Jesus's love for him. And then this tragedy happens. This dark element of life just comes and overwhelms him. And even through the past two months that we've journeyed together in this, there's been this renewed heart that he's had where people have shown up time and time again. And he's recognized that as Jesus being present with him. What I'm hearing you say is that joy to the world is yes, Jesus coming, but joy to the world is people coming, right? People coming as hands and feet of Jesus yeah. to care and to provide, which is really says a lot for us mm -hmm. that we are also the joy givers and extenders, right, of, of God's joy too. Beautiful, awesome. Ryan, for you, joy in your dark place. Well, it's interesting that it's so, so important that people, that we do go, that we mm. bring joy to people. 
But there's also lots of times in our life where we have to simply, when we are alone, mm. then we have to trust that we are loved. And I can think of lots of situations in my life where circumstances have not worked out the way I wanted them to work out. Mm -hmm. And where people haven't been able to offer the help that I thought particularly I needed. And then I, I have to choose to go in, inward, and trust there that the still small voice, that I'm still loved, that there's still hope. And I went through a five year period of wordlessness, struggled with depression, disorientation. Mm -hmm. I thought I was done. This is just a few years ago. And, and, and I had to come to that place of letting God love me when I wasn't being productive yeah. so that I could become productive again, so to speak. But it was, it was a process. It was time. And, and so some of that journey is deeply inward and it's deeply private. So yes, we absolutely have mm -hmm. to go to each other. But there's a point for all of us where when there's nobody else around, nobody else is saying anything to us. Mm -hmm that we have to learn to trust. Are we loved? Is God trustworthy? Um, what's, you know, can I hope for the future? And um, it's, it's part of the human journey. It's good, it's good. Boz. Mm -hmm. I think happiness and joy is it's not quite the same. I think happiness based on a lot of getting something that I desire. Like if I'm hungry, <laughs> I'm not happy. <laughs> I eat something. I'm happy. Me too, that's right. right? Yeah, right. It's called hangry I got all hangry, the time. Right? Yes. I get it. I get it. But being joyful is, 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 is more than a state of mind. It's more like I, I can reconcile with mm. my identity within me. So even though I'm hungry, I can still be joyful to go make myself a sandwich. You know what I mean? Mm. There's a big difference there. And I think in my personal doctor's time, in prison and whatnot, and in the world, um, people going through their dark moments, I think a lot of people mix it up with, I'm not happy. But that doesn't mean that you cannot be joyful mm -hmm. if you have your identity rooted in you know, our Savior in Christ. Jason, for you, joy in a, you know, a treatment center, I mean, you've, you've gone through it, but also you're in that space working with people who you know, have addictions and, and are in pretty low place. How do you find joy in those spaces? I think, um, I think before, before I came to know Jesus, I, I would have mixed up happiness and joy as well, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, happiness comes and goes. Joy is something that is, um, I feel is like in my foundation now because, mm -hmm. of, because of what Jesus did in my, my life. And, um, I do get to speak that quite often to, to men, mostly men and women in addiction. Um, but I remember I lost, a, I lost a friend in the first few months that I had come to know Jesus. Mm. This was over 20 years ago. And, um, and there's a lot of people um, who had been praying for me for a long time. They didn't want to tell me that this friend had passed away. Mm. They were worried about how I was going to react. Um, and the fact that there was such a real change in my heart and life because of what Jesus did when he came in to my life, um, I had joy through a time where I shouldn't have had joy. Mm. Mm. It, was, it was 
it was amazing. It was one of those, one of those times where you realize this is what he does. Jason, that's beautiful as you talk about the joy of Christ in your life that makes the difference. So thankful for your thoughts, beautiful thoughts. When we come back, we're going to be lighting the third candle here on the Advent wreath of joy. We're going to say a prayer and we're going to hear this guy, award-winning singer and songwriter Brian Dirksen, play his song, Come and Adore, from his new Christmas album, The Heart of Christmas. Joy to the world, he is coming, he is coming soon. Now as we gather around the Advent wreath and candles, let us pray and light the third candle of joy as we anticipate and wait for the birth of Christ. Emmanuel, God with us, incarnate, taking on flesh. Right here, right now, light in the shadows, flickering yet strong. Lead us in the way. We light a candle of joy that we might better see the way to good relationship with our with us God, who sits down in our midst to share our humanity. Obey the Son of Man. 
Well, we have a few minutes left to talk about joy. And as you think about a friend or a family member or colleague or someone that you know that is in despair, that is actually unhappy or their lives are not filled with joy, what would you say to them today? Well, I was going to start with you. What would you say to them? Yeah, I would like to let them know that um, no matter whatever that they're going through, like there is someone, Jesus, love them so much that they can just run back to him. You know, the, the Christmas story is actually an ongoing story. Mm-hmm. Started mm. about 2,000 years ago and it's still coming here every single year, actually every day. Mm-hmm. It's a never-ending life-giving force that we can find in the God that loves us so much. Mm-hmm. So put your trust in that and see miracles what happen. Yeah. So put your trust in that. That's yeah. what faith is all about. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. Jason? I would say to um, someone out there who's trapped in something that's destructive, I'd say that there's a way out. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and there is joy, because quite often when you're trapped in something like that, it feels so dark and so hopeless. Um, but there is a way out. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about him, and he does bring joy. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, mm-hmm. and thank you for your good mm-hmm. work. Thanks. Brian? Well, I'd say to maybe somebody who's struggling with grief, or sadness at Christmas, maybe they're missing loved ones and it, Christmas isn't the same. First of all, you don't have to change and deny that sadness. God is with you in your grief. God is with us in all of the stages of, of, of life, all the seasons of life. But that when God comes to be with us, there's that, that joy, I think of that scripture in Hebrews, for the joy set before him. He endured. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know, there's things, there are struggles, but there is joy that is coming mm-hmm. and the joy of, of reconnected relationship. So hang on. Yeah. Joy hang is on. coming. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's encouraging. Thank you. Ethan. Yeah, I think about Christmas is a hard time for a lot of people, like mm-hmm. you were saying, who just might have lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. And so I think the words of encouragement I'd probably give are that you are not alone. Mm-hmm. Mm. There are people here and there's a God who is, was once away and now is back and yeah. is here for you. And so rest in that and know that and mm. it'll be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for your thoughts, your stories, Boz. Mm. I'm so glad you're out of prison now and yes. you can and you yes. can speak it. <laughs> it's like a no-brainer, but I had to say it anyway. <laughs> Boz and I used to get together in prison. Now he can come to my house. Yeah. 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 That's great. Amazing. But I say that because there's hope in that, right? Absolutely. That is you've come out of prison and now the work that you're doing is an mm-hmm. author mm-hmm. and a mm-hmm. pastor. Just affirm uh, your good work mm-hmm. and bringing joy in those places. So thank you for your life and your presence mm-hmm. with us. Jason, thank you for the good and hard work you're doing in this recovery and treatment center with addictions. Um, It's tough and hard. We'll be praying for you as Mm. you do this. 38 years is is a good long time of commitment to people and that's that's really wonderful. Mm -hmm. So thank you again for your good work Mm -hmm. and bringing joy into those places. Thank you. And Brian, for your music and for your words and also just a reminder of that it's a, it can be a sad season and mm. people have lost loved ones this year or mm-hmm. before and it brings up those memories and feeling of loss. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that reminder to hang on. Mm. That joy is in the midst of that grief and pain. Mm-hmm.
and you are very talented. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so glad that you could play your music from your new mm. album, The Heart of Christmas. I love that the heart of Christmas mm. is Jesus coming. So thank mm -hmm. you. And Nathan, fun, joy. Bring lots of joy here. But for the work you do, um, thank you for that because many people feel isolated this season and marginalized. And I think it's a call for us um, to step out and to be part of community and to care and to bring joy in those places. So thank you. Thank you all so much for celebrating Advent with us. And to you, our viewers, thank you and listeners for watching and listening today on our third show of Advent as we celebrate joy. Our hope here at See Her Love is that we will be a, a place for inspiration and of healing and forgiveness and a place for you to find joy, joy to the world. So if you want any information, go to seeherlove.com for content and blogs and to watch past shows. And we hope you do that. But also know that if you're feeling unhappy and you're feeling in despair, can we encourage you to go to the one who can bring you joy? As you heard these stories, hang on, be encouraged. There's a way out. God will give you joy, not happiness in that way that's circumstantial, but deep joy in the midst of your despair. And so we thank you for being with us and celebrating this time with us. And always know that you are seen, heard, and deeply, deeply loved by God. Bye-bye. Geeks Insurance is a proud sponsor of the See Here Love Studio. See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.